Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Hope you're well. I uh. Hello. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Craig. Once again, <laughs> you think by now we'd have this, you no, know, down to a formula, but no, no, every single time one of us ruins it, or oh, to be more accurate, I ruin it because <laughs> I forgot how it goes. Ah, oh, well. Uh, yeah, what are you going to show me this week, Andy? Uh, right, Simon, this is a, um, I know, <laughs> disclaimer, I'm not sure it's going to work because I can't quite articulate myself what I wanted, what it is about it, but I think right. if I expose you to it, you'll be able to uh, perhaps consolidate it better than I could. So this is a song, and what I'm going to say, I want you to listen to it, and then what I'm hoping you'll do is tell me when you've had enough. I say, Dean, please turn this off. Okay. <laughs> and you see my Spotify? Yep. Okay. I'm going to play this, and when you <laughs> well, when you decide you've had enough, please let me know. Okay, dogs. So uh, for the for listeners, this is uh, Georgia Stitt. Um, maybe it's me. Day one of rehearsal, you walk in with just a name tag and a binder full of possibility. There, nobody knows you. Your face, like every other, and a pile turn of nerves. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> turn, no, I said I'm going to turn it up. All right, <laughs> so turn it off. Probably longer than that. It won't work otherwise. <laughs> Until you sing. Maybe it's me and that spotlight. Oh, mine's not really loud. It's a bit um, musical theatre, isn't it? I'd say it's excessively musical theatre. I'd say it's almost the essence of musical theatre distilled into one track. Um, yeah, it's like um, something from a Disney film, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's got that vibe about it. But I think they overlap a lot, don't they? Musical yeah. theatre, Disney stuff. Very much so. Do you like that? It gets a bit much now, I think. <laughs> Not to preload it, but uh, it's just what I, so this is what I normally tag out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> stronger man than I am. This is normally what I've given up. I don't know. I've heard loads of shite like this. <laughs> I suppose. But... <laughs> yeah, he's still out of the He's dancing, no? He says he's dancing. <laughs> he, always, he always foxes me. <laughs> He always wrong fits me with his, uh, his behaviours. I like the drumming. Yeah. Someone's banging away at a guitar. Uh. Wolf! We <laughs> both the oomph at the same time. I'm 15, I think I'm going to last it all. Oh, my fair enough. Well, Simon, its endurance has surprised me. Got 
Maybe it is, sir. Maybe, I think it is. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe it's not a rhetorical question. Is that a question? Maybe it's, yeah, it's a question. Well, there we go. You made it through. Well done. Um, Great stuff. I'm going to give it five, Dean. <laughs> okay. What are you, you going to give it, then? <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm sure we have some sort of discourse about this. <laughs> if you want to do a music review podcast, I'll do that. <laughs> that's good. Yep. Yeah, that's fair enough. How <laughs> much? Four stars? Oh, What's three next, stars Dean? Next track, please, Dean. <laughs> uh, do you want to do another one? I mean, yes, next track, please. The Great America, Black and White. This one could have racial elements. Let's go for that. Uh, okay, I'm doing this one, so... Uh... Oh. oh, it's got a sultry undertone, this one. Liberals hate religion. <laughs> abort, abort. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to stop that one, yeah. That was news, I think. She had the... <laughs> she had a... She's got range. She has a range on her fair play. Uh, apparently that was a man called Brandon Victor Dixon. Get Why are you playing me this, Tim? Well, right, okay. The, here's the uh, the rationale. So, um, believe it or not, I uh, didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't buy this album or anything. It's not what I would have uh, normally added to my listening uh, repertoire. Uh, I counted it uh, on my flight to America a few months ago. I'd forgotten if I got on the plane that, oh, yes, it's a long-haul flight. The planes are much bigger. They have an entertainment deck. Ooh. Four hours into this nine-hour flight, I was getting pretty bored. Um, can't really hear any of the films because of the background noise of the airplane and the fact that the, air, the headphones they give you are like worth twenty-three pence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and sound so and sound accordingly. But they are disposable, so I can't complain. Well, I can complain, but it seems ir- irrational to do so. So I thought, oh, you know, what? I'm just going to look through the entertainment deck. It's got like you know, games, movies, TV shows, music. All right, I'll and. It's got this really eclectic mix of all different albums. So I think, no, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to amuse myself for approximately 10 minutes <laughs> and pick a song at random, well, album at random, song at random, and just listen to it, see what it's like. And this was the first thing I landed on. All oh, right. It's on the album A Quiet Revolution by George Stitt. And that was the first song, Maybe It's Me. Yeah. Um, now, did you reach things- for the knife that you had hidden in your shoe at that point, then? <laughs> <laughs> no, they confiscated out of customs. <laughs> I need this in case I hear a song I don't like. <laughs> um, so I listened to it and it was like, uh, yeah, so halfway through I was going, uh, now here's the thing. Here's my sort of why I introduced this podcast. Now technically, this is, you know, she's a very, very capable performer. Um, I don't know George State. I assume she's a nice person. I have nothing else to, you know, no, no reason to think otherwise. I like to think the next people. She's obviously accomplished enough to have an album. Um, but you know, this music, you know, she sings clearly very competently, very professionally, very, uh, very powerfully and very uh, skillfully. And this is obviously, it's a musical theatre thing, so it's from a genre which is all about performing music. So all the things together, why did that song put my teeth on edge <laughs> so much? What, why does all this sort of competence and skill and like for decades of refinement and artistic, you know, endeavour amount in something which made you go, <laughs> so often? <laughs> what? Sure. Maybe it's like a perfectly made um, threshing machine or (laughs) some kind of warhead or something like that, you know? It's good, but it's it's got to give you some kind of element of fear, isn't it? Well, that's a really good comparison because I had something similar early on. I was discussing with my wife before, because I was trying to articulate, I want to talk something about this, but I don't know what what it is that I'm sort of getting at. And I think what it is is that those vocal flourishes, I mean, you get them sometimes in like mainstream pop, like, um, 
Mariah Carey does them a lot, doesn't she? Does those really yeah. high notes. Whitney did. Yeah, Whitney did it. But um, you know, it's it's impressive that you could do that, but it's almost like for the sake of it to show you can yes. do it. Yeah. And I think uh, it's sort of like the musical equivalent of those bodybuilders you get, or used to get at least, who put on so much muscle and mass. And yeah, it's an achievement that you've done that, but you look wrong. <laughs> you look yeah. weird. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's unsettling to stare at you with all your bulges in places where there aren't normally bulges. This yeah. seems like the vocal equivalent of that. Is in yeah, you could do that. And it's not unimpressive that you can do it, but I'd rather you didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not enhancing anything. Technique without any art. You know? Yeah. But this also has another thing, which I think it's just more of a me thing than a sort of a general problem. But I find it really grating when people start singing lyrics or dialogue. Oh, right. Yes. It, yeah. It happens a lot in um, every time Disney do a series about a film they've done. They normally have two or three songs per episode. And half the time, the, the characters will be talking, they'll just start singing the next line of the, of the, of the dialogue. Okay. And it's, it's really annoying. Like, um, the kids used to watch the Lion King series, uh, The Lion Guard. It's, just, it's fairly competently done, just by the numbers, Disney stuff. But the first episode is the one Hayne is going, like, uh, what, what are you going to do, boss? Uh, Sit down, boys, and I will tell you about my plan to go back in and invade the Pride Lands. You could have just said that. That's not. <laughs> but I get it. I get you know if it's like they got you know, simply American twenty episodes, all new three songs. You're gonna run out of ideas before the end. But this was the first episode. I find it really great when people to start singing lyrics, uh, just sort of singing dialogue. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. Again, yeah. yeah, that's more of a me thing, but I think that's a the more recurring bugly of a lot of people. If people did it in real life, though, would you like that? Depends on context. If, like, it's my doctor saying, Mr. Burnett, I'm sorry to see you so sad. We've got the results, and they're pretty bad. <laughs> I think, yeah, can you, can you not? <laughs> this, is, this is really not apt for this particular context. <laughs> oh, that was the bad lyric. I think I might write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, oh, sure. You can carry on, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These trips to the doctors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what we say, it's terminal. I say it again, it's terminal. That's another good one, yeah. The musical, it's terminal, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a chiefly bleak musical that would be. <laughs> 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 the have beat throughout. <laughs> I just really confused people. <laughs> like a big dance number in the oncology ward. Like, did you do? <laughs> yeah. That the biggest dance number takes place on your grave right at the end. Oh, this close relatives with canes doing the two step. Yeah, professional yeah. dancers all wearing masks with your friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> Who, of course, will be there on the on the <laughs> opening night. Opening yeah. night, yeah. <laughs> at the end, I come out and take a bow, expect <laughs> flowers and stuff. I'm just stunned. <laughs> And I, I love to get those like those claps of people like, are we meant to clap now? <laughs> it's rude not to clap, but I'm also it might be rude to clap. And you got half the audience not sure where to go with it, and half they shouldn't go. <laughs> it's terminal. When you're not sure if you should clap or you should boo, mm. I think you should just shout book. <laughs> if, if I could so do motion carried, I would happily do that this time. That's a brilliant idea. Book, <laughs> book, 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 book. So yeah, so that was getting back to this flight that you were on. Yes, me. yeah. Um, 
anything other of note happen? Uh, so you just listen to the one song by this artist? I mentioned also uh, the song Casual, uh, which is a uh, one which is uh, just before the Great American Black and White. And it was an even more West End musical sort of... To me, this music is everything I know about West End theatre. Yeah. It is West End. Sorry, Broadway. This is Broadway. Broadway or the West yeah, End. West End is... Broadway's American. Yeah, I think it's, it's got a much more American vibe to it. But it's all... Yeah. It's very much like... Um, I don't know. It's it's like almost like the, the pure essence of Broadway, uh, and I find that a bit much. Yeah. Like in it, um, like, like that's song we just listened to. Like maybe it's me. The line which we sort of talked over was, um, "Everybody knows me, knows my family, knows my business, but they've never really seen what I can do." So they're just openly, <laughs> openly just admitting the nepotism being rampant in, in this yes. industry. Like, like, Nigel Farage essentially said that when he joined the stock exchange after his dad got him his job. That was, that was his opening sentiment to that. So oh, really? he said, "Yeah, no one's gonna. No, everyone knows me, but I'm gonna." I remember seeing a, some commentary once. I'm gonna forge my own path in this stock exchange because <laughs> he's, he's a man of the people. But um, can he sing, Nigel? <laughs> remember no, you heard him sing? No, I've, I've tried to avoid his voice whenever I can, to be honest. But mm. I bet you know, it, it's probably gonna be a Brexit musical before long, isn't it? If, it, if it hasn't been one already, I assume there's been a few. I think of one. I think I would like to hear him sing. <laughs> I'd like to hear Nigel Farage sing. Hey, you know this song? Was it an original song then? Or... Uh, yeah, apparently she wrote it. Um, oh, she wrote it too. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing of, um, well, it's, again, a very good, it's an incredible team, and I've never written a song, not on a competent one. But um, oh, You did, you wrote two earlier on, you like. Oh, I wrote, I, wrote, I wrote a few bars. <laughs> yeah, we we'll just repeat that. I, I did conceptualise the entire music. <laughs> exactly. Come yeah. on, like Weber, you should be proud of yourself. <laughs> All right, fine. Maybe I got some chops I didn't know about. Yeah, you are. Maybe this is my hidden skill I never knew I had. But, um, yeah. Also, it's the stuff like this. A lot of these songs, well, the ones I've heard, like two or three, are, um, it, in many ways, they're almost like, they're as arrogant as like a typical rap song. Rap oh, yeah, like, uh, sure. Yeah, I got loads of money and I got a massive dick and I'm good at shagging and good bitches hit me because I'm just too good at shagging and guys want to kill me. <laughs> yeah, but at least that's a certain honesty that is to say, yes, I am great at all these things and that's why people hate me because I'm so fucking marvellous. Yeah. It's like, uh, maybe I am the secret genius that no, maybe. <laughs> Shut up. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> humble bragging. Just, uh, just go with it. Anyway, you're a more musical savvy person. I was just wondering what you thought about it. Well... I didn't enjoy it, I have to be honest. But you stuck it out, which is fair play. <laughs> yeah, well, I wanted it. I enjoyed it enough to listen to the end. Mm. Um, I did find like, a little bit of a drumming on there, I think. Yeah, um, instrumental, I have, no, I have no issue with. That, that was yeah, fine. <laughs> she was hollering it out. You've got to give her that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The technical skills are. It's, it's not reproach. my thing, Dean. Well, We've discussed thinking, musicals yeah. before, you know, and it's not, it's just not my thing. It's, um, I did quite like that the you know you was on an airplane listening to it. <laughs> okay, I mean I'll say that's not necessarily in the quality of the song itself. I would say that was just a selling point. Like maybe it's only on airplanes. No, it's not because I just listen to it. I'm not on an airplane. No, no, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll maybe, that's, that maybe that's how I pitched it. Look, are we on an airplane? <laughs> Am I? Maybe. I suppose I haven't checked. If you're on an airplane. <laughs> no, no. If um, if the airplane songs are available elsewhere. 
Well, this one was on there, and I heard it. And there were quite a few other sort of well-known songs, like it was like Prince albums or... I, I, to be honest, I don't know why I'm struggling with the concept of music only being available on airplanes. I, I know that's not the case. But there is a thing, though, because like, there are some people like who do like bespoke podcasts for airplanes and is it? dedicated radio shows and stuff. Oh, that's, that's a thing, definitely. I could do a bespoke podcast for an airplane, I'm sure. You absolutely could. Which which, which are you going to pitch to? Um, not Ryanair or EasyJet. I've got no. beef with them, which we'll discuss on a future episode. Oh, okay. Um, Qantas, that's the Australian one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. You need podcasts for that flight, surely. From, yeah. From the UK yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. also long this flight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've been here for 20 hours now. Oh, fine, I'll listen to Simon's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of your rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it'll be called, at the end of your rope. I'll listen to Simon's podcast and the, and the, and the soundtrack to Dean's musical about death. <laughs> <You know, laughs> I'm exhausted. Literally every other possibility on this, like, entertainment deck. <laughs> I'm going to listen to these now. There we go, Dean. We could do it. We'll have... Um... You and me was going to come in out of the right speaker channel and me reading the Bible out of the left. <laughs> podcast is just you reading the Bible. Yeah, yes. Okay, fair Occasionally yeah. giving a little comment or two, but, but mostly the Bible. Yeah. And he asked him to sacrifice sin. Ooh, it's banging about that is. Anyway. <laughs> and of course, the occasional jingle and silly little uh, noise and that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you rope, 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 rope. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I guess Georgia State, uh, maybe it's me, the song. Uh, I'm going to give it, <laughs> I'm going to give it four stars because despite everything I've said, it is clearly very accomplished as a, as a song and there's a lot of mm. skill involved. I guess I just can't give it five stars because it just bothers me on so many levels, but I feel like that's more me than the music itself. So I'll, uh, I'll be generous and give it four. Okay. I'm going to give it two. I didn't really like it that much. Well, you haven't got to. I think I would have preferred it without the singing. <laughs> Quite possibly, yes. I'll see if there's a version of it without the singing. Maybe the, the um, submarine or the ferry crossing version doesn't have singing on it. The airplanes <laughs> have got the singing. Hmm. The land. It's got I'm not sure, not sure what extra they would get on the land. Maybe uh, the singing is there, but it's just really quiet. Hmm. And then the ferries and the submarines. Just purely instrumental. I think a whale song over the top. That's whale like, songs. Like aquatic. And on land, yes. it's actually, I don't, there you go, in the air, it's really high. So she says, ah, that flow stuff. Yeah. On land, it's like a really deep voice, like Barry White. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like a really slow, romantic, like sultry version. <laughs> she did have a deep voice on that other track. Is this like a concept album when she's moving oh, really? through all the... The, the atmospheres. She's showing her diversity. Is this woman air? Uh, is she moving through the atmosphere? <laughs> and she's releasing an album where you're slagging off. Although, do you know what? If you want a song about atmospheres, I actually have one if you want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. Welcome back, friends. Here we go. Um, so, Dean. Simon. It's Father's Day on the weekend, Dean. It is, yes, that's true. So I'm going to show you some Father's Day products. Oh, please. Have you heard of Timu, the website Timu, Dean? 
no, I was, I was thinking of Moonpig then. There's a lot of, that's a, it seems to be a, a recurring theme. Uh, but yes, no, I haven't. But uh, go on, it sounds familiar, but I don't think I have. Well, Timu, uh, like Wish.com and AliExpress and that, it's one of those Chinese junk shop websites. Right, okay. <laughs> it's coming up a bit now because um, there's, they're doing some kind of viral exchange with TikTok or something like that. Where, so it's, okay. it's, becoming, it's gaining in prominence at the moment. And uh, to be honest, listeners, it's probably going to be a great resource for me uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and segments to come. Um, so I expect to see it quite a lot more. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, we'll have a look at the team, Odin, um, because yes. I found out they got a Father's Day sale on. Oh, good. Um, so good. what they're going to do is I'm going to show you some of the items that are available on the Father's Day sale. And um, speaking as a father, I'd like you to look at them, rate them, and um, ultimately we'll pick a winner, okay? Okay, great. This is a great plan. I like this. Here comes... Father's Day face-off. So here are the items that are available, Dean. Mm-hmm. It changes every time you refresh the page. Okay. Uh, but just as an idea... Uh, <laughs> You're right. What are we looking at here now? So the first one is something called a Mini Fashion Smart Dog Pets BT Anti-Loss Device GPS Tracker Car Children Motorcycle. <laughs> and it's £1.38. So it's probably a really effective piece of technology for £1.38, <laughs> I think. <dude. laughs> I get the gist you attach it to something and you can't lose it because it's a GPS tracker. But it's the fact that it went to yes. car, children, motorcycle. <laughs> you know what it's a priority. <laughs> <laughs> you lose your car, you're screwed, but you can always replace the kids. But the, the, the first, like, five words of the, of the description of what the product is have absolutely nothing to do with the product either. Mini fashion, smart dog pets. I mean, all those are words. Yeah, mini words, fashion yeah. isn't a thing. What it is? It's a GPS yeah. device. Mini fashion, those aren't the words you put together. It's been like kids' fashion. Smart dog pets. What's that, a border collie? <laughs> yeah, again, nothing to do with what we're looking at. So is that like this an algorithm-friendly thing? Like people want to uh, – you say it's 138, but um, it's meant to be 699. So obviously it would be – that's a much better quality product, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, that's the one. okay, then. Keep yeah. that one in mind, Dean. That's, that's a good one so far. The next one is a men's casual jacket spring. This one looks – straightforward. Know, doesn't look too bad, actually. It looks like a um, just like a, a large sort of bomber jacket. That might be okay. Yeah, sturdy product, it seems. It's got a red label hanging off the arm, and I'm, I'm keen to investigate yes, what that please. red label says. Uh, and it says... <laughs> it says... <laughs> remove before flight. Remove before right. flight. So okay. It's, a, um, it's, it's attached to the zip on the arm pocket... Which are those like little pouches yeah. you get on arms sometimes? You, you okay? That's a bit interesting, isn't it? Is that a thing you get in other things? Is it like yeah. you you buy product to say you must remove this before flight or? or, or no, I don't think so. It could be uh, it could be what's known as a flight jacket, but it doesn't look like a flight jacket. So it looks yeah. like a bomber jacket. I guess they're confusing bombers. Yeah, airplane bombers. You can have those. It's a flight bombers. jacket. Probably it's probably the same thing, but a flight jacket. Uh, well, maybe a bomber jacket. Did you have a thing that said remove before? Flight? I think, I, I think a flight jacket. Or... 
if you're going off to yeah. bombs or whatever. The point is wearing it. But also, I think a flight jacket which you have to remove before flight is, by very definition, not a flight jacket. <laughs> if anything, it's completely defeated the object of a flight jacket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a runway and steps to board <laughs> yeah. the plane jacket. At best. It's like a... Leave at the at the gates jacket. The next item on the Father's Day discount sale <laughs> is um, a tie-dried striped button tank top for women. It's clearly a woman's product. Yeah, it says casual everyday tops, women's okay. clothing. Mm. 64% off. But, and that's a good gift for somebody on Father's yeah. Day, apparently, Dean. So I guess that one's I, at the moment, three of three at the moment, is it? The only people I could think of that would be catered to is... Wives of husbands with kids who like, have such disdain for their husband, they only ever buy him gifts that they want, <laughs> but also they don't spend any money. <laughs> so, like, yeah, this is, this is definitely a fault. Yeah, it's like I, I have so little. I'm not even going to pretend anymore. This is clearly for me. <laughs> and as far as they were going to buy you a tank top that I can only, only I can wear. <laughs> That's the only feasible explanation for that being a Father's Day product. <laughs> The next item is uh, one of my favourites, Dean. Okay, yeah, this looks promising. It's <laughs> it's a set of insoles for shoes, but it's the detail on this one which is intriguing, Dean. Okay, go on. So the description says it's one pair of 5D memory foam orthopaedic insoles. 5D, okay. What is 5D, Dean? <laughs> so you've got 3Ds, that's the normal yeah. Ds. Uh What's 4D? Uh, well, Einstein, <laughs> we didn't expect to bring this up right now, but Einstein really that the fourth dimension is time. So they're traveling forward through time as a fourth dimension. But maybe they're traveling backwards through time. Maybe like sort of they're sort of a singularity. <laughs> you step on a singularity <laughs> which exists in all time dimensions, backwards and forwards. So they are 5D. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect me going here in this discussion, but uh, advanced real, relativity physics. But uh, what the hell? Why not? Let's go with it. And the, the little writing inside the thing says, stepping on feeling. Military training is special. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, it is. No one has military training. But... Now, these are only 62 pence. Okay. Although <laughs> well, they do have you know, the best of 4,000 reviews, all with them. Um, with an average of four point seven stars, four point seven stars. So you know these look like good products to me. Uh, military training is special. It is special, but that seems like a completely unconnected statement. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> this is like a really subtle recruitment video. <laughs> like, you want to buy special strippers? Military training is special. Uh, okay. <laughs> the next item is um, a pair of water bottles. They don't look no, too no, bad, no. actually. Ninety-nine p. Water bottles with a gradient color pattern. Okay. Yeah, they look all right. Ninety-nine p. Not a lot of no, saver then. No, they? they look like actually sensible products. Ah, so a strong contender. Yeah, strong contender. I, I can see nothing to object to in these. Um, they are ninety-nine pence for two, which suggests the. I, I can imagine they don't last that long. But ninety-nine p. You can't really argue much. Ninety-nine p. for two, so. 49 and a half pence each. No, 48 and a half pence. I don't know. Yes. No. It's, a, it's a hell of a deal. 44 and a half pence each. 49 and a half pence. You know, whatever. No, not 49. Are you sure? 49 and a half pence. I don't know. We, we'll move on to the next item. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was right on that, but go on, let's go. No, okay. no, 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 no. 54 no. pounds each divided by four. Uh, next item. <laughs> next item is uh, a pair of 
uh, wireless headphones made by Lenovo. Okay. Now, Lenovo is the machine which I am yes. speaking to now on. I have had Lenovo laptops. They are perfectly serviceable. I have no objection to them. I'm not hearing them, uh, as the name mentioned, in the uh, audio quality market, but that doesn't mean anything. No. Um, 948, when they should be 2399. Um, that's about right for a pair of standard wireless headphones. I have similar you know, ear buddy things myself. So I'm guessing these are like, you know, slightly lower end products, which are uh, knockoffs of slightly lower end products. So they've just been cleaning them over. So yeah. it's not really, lost, not really a lot to object to there, I suppose. Um, you would take a punt on those, wouldn't you? £9.48. You'd think Lenovo. Well, I actually, I'd buy two pairs because I'm bound to lose one or some part of them. And then I got this backup and I've only down less than 20 quid. So. 18, you could put two pairs in your ears and you could jam two up your ass. <laughs> and then you'd have surround sound in your body. Cheers <laughs> 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 <Yes>, for that. <laughs> the second place you think of, of audio receptor is the anus. <laughs> Everyone knows. Yeah, I was thinking for the wounds in your belly, they could have surround sound. <laughs> okay, right. Means biological maladies are extended to worms now, I suppose. I mean, I started that when bringing it up in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next page of the podcast. Rush Abbott and worms. <laughs> so the next... I, I was looking forward to this one, yeah. This is, is the first um, one I can forward to. <laughs> it's a one-piece stainless steel watermelon scoring. <laughs> I'm not even sure what it is. It's, clear, it's a thing to cut lines... Into watermelons, but two at the same time. Yeah, because you know, you know, <laughs> when you when you've got a knife, but <laughs> you can't do like you want to keep it equal distance to a certain extent. I guess yes. it's only one pound ninety eight. Yeah, I mean, this must be an American product because I don't think in this country we don't get enough watermelon to warrant <laughs> a whole product. Because if you see like online stuff, there's a lot of um, watermelon things from America, like a lot of water. Like, how you make an alcoholic watermelon? How you blend it up and stuff, but. We don't I mean it's here, but we don't. It's not like a staple. I think they've got more yeah. time. It's like when you go to Turkey, they have loads of watermelon because it just grows well there because it's a much hotter place. But, but yeah, didn't know that about yeah. Turkey. I wouldn't associate the watermelon with Turkey. You wouldn't, would you? But every time we've been, like the hotels we go to, they've always had the first thing we went to like a watermelon table. They're just hacking it apart, and like yeah, I'm watermelon. And it's like all right because it's really hot, and this is exactly what you want when it's really hot. That's what. It, Unless they introduced it and they obviously it became popular as a result of that, but regardless, it's there. <laughs> so I can tell you that much. Bloody lousy with watermelon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's not a, it's not a small fruit to be lousy with, you know, it's gets in the way. <laughs> Next item, Dean, is a dog cooling mat for when you need to cool down your dog. <laughs> I approve of that for the dog. How oh, that's a father's day gift, I'm not yeah. entirely sure. <laughs> or maybe a dog's a dad. <laughs> You've got a dog, Dean, right? Could you, if that dog was hot, do you think you would be able to coax it to lie down on the mat for as long as it would be needed to cool coax it? In no way, shape, or form would I be able to do that. Um, no. If he wanted to, he would do it. He would like, oh, this is cool. I'll lie here for a bit. But if I did, yeah. if he didn't want to, I could not make him. Uh, unless I put a load of food on the mat next to him, and he would like that. But that's defeating the object. Really, that makes. Now I got a cold fat. <laughs> <laughs> Cold fat dog, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Lovely cold fat dog. On a hot day, a cold fat dog. I don't know what the technology behind mm. this is, Dean. 
There is some reviews for it. Oh, great. I love the reviews. Let's go. It feels good. That's what that says. I went for the larger one. I say I have a German Shepherd Cross. Thanks for that. That's great. <laughs> a nice carpet for my Labrador. By unpacking it, I found it big. And finally, when my dog tried it, it was perfect. <laughs> can't ask for more than that, Dean. <laughs> no, he can't. No, no. Let's uh, look for a bad review where someone's dog died as a, <laughs> as a result of using this thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. You can't sort the reviews by good or bad. Uh, this is how they get it. And that's, that's telling, isn't it? Yeah, that's telling. Yeah, it is. It really well, is. Well, it's like 518 reviews, 418 average. There's not many bad reviews, assuming they're all like, yeah. assuming they're all genuine, which is, you know, debatable at this point in time. Yeah. I think it, I just think this is a good product. And, you know, if you're after a blanket to cool down your dog. I mean, I am. I'm generally tempted. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the reviews are... Absolutely full of pictures of dogs looking really happy lying down on a mat. Yeah, okay. The, I'm inclined to agree with this because this if somebody, this is a fake, somebody's gone to a lot of effort to a fake the fake good reviews for a site people will go to for a product <laughs> they were interested in outside of actually having a dog who is hot. Yeah. It's a good product, Eden. We've got to give it to it. All right, cool. This this is a strong contender for the top spot so far. Just two more left. Next one. Uh it's the most expensive product it on is, the listing, and it's called Men's closed toe rubber sole outdoor casual sandals, spring and summer. And what they look like is a pair of sandals mm-hmm. uh, made out of some kind of uh, venomous crocodile or snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like an animal which isn't extinct, but should be. It seems, it looks a bit like it's yeah, got yeah. teeth. These sandals look aggressive. And it's not a thing I'd ever thought of. They before. do. Aggressive yeah. looking sandals. Yeah. They look like something you would keep your feet away from rather than put in. Yes. Uh, would you prefer to have feet or wheels, Steve? Ah, now see, terrain is dependent, isn't it? Because wheels are not as good as feet in most terrains. Uh, I live in Cardiff, no. Now, wheels might be better. Would I have sticks, like a ski, like a skier? Yeah, if you could have sticks if you wanted. I wouldn't be able to put brakes on these wheels, because that's, that's the main thing. Because obviously, you're trying to walk uphill. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely you can brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um... Yeah, assuming I'm staying in Cardiff, I go with wheels. If I move back home or something, Edinburgh, I've got to go for feet. Because uh, yeah, okay, like, they'd okay, be slowing you down a lot. Okay. So, yeah, if, if I'm on a flat terrain and slopes, wheels. But if I'm going to move yeah, okay, yeah, a, higher, a more hilly place, feet. Any listeners can arrange that? That'd be fantastic. And then the final um, article, not article, the final. Product. Um, it's just <laughs> Yeah, product. That's it. Final product. Is a knockoff Lacoste right. t shirt. Uh, it's called Embroidered Cartoon Animal. <laughs> Embroidered, cartoon. <laughs> Embroidered Cartoon Animal Casual Short Sleeve Polo Shirt. £9.78. Um, this is one that deserves a look at the reviews, I think, Dean. I think so, yeah. It does look like just like a Lacoste shirt. Let's have a look. But, um... uh, well, People giving it a lot of five stars. Yeah, everything's got five stars. And yeah, I'm a little it looks bit, like a Lacoste. I'm a little bit... Um, Here's a picture of a man wearing one. It looks a bit oversized, yeah, I've got to say. It's not really the shirt's fault, is it? But I think that's more... I think that's <laughs> more the man yeah, than the shirt. You're right, really I think. It's responsibility yeah. to be the right size for the man. Um, yeah, I think this is uh, finding. If you're looking for a knockoff Lacoste no. shirt, say... You've travelled 30 years from the past or something. <laughs> I was going to say, like, is Lacoste the thing that you want to knock off? So, Dean, which is, which is the okay. winner then, Dean? We've, uh, we've read them all now. Um, oh, see, I'm tempted to rank them, but I, 
in the middle, I get quite lost. So, um, you know what? First place, I'm going to give the dog cooling mat. I think that actually is potentially quite useful, and I would like such a thing because my dog was hot recently. <laughs> That's all I got to go on. Here we go. Uh, second place, I'm going to give to the gradient color pair of water bottles because they look they seem perfectly oh, yeah. serviceable. I need them last like a day or two. It's like any money's worth. They're like less than fifty pence each. The color scheme is irrelevant. I am not uh, insecure about my masculinity and stuff. So that's the second place. Third place, yeah. I'm going to give to the Lenovo Think Plus headphones because even if they're crap, they are still probably good enough to last a couple of weeks. Then you can buy a couple of pairs for the same money, and they probably do the job. Okay, man. That's top three. End of the middle now. Fourth, I'll give to the. Flight jacket, which is not a flight jacket, because I'm intrigued by that. So I, I would buy it to find out what that tag yeah. is for, to find what you've got to remove. You, you pull it. Oh, no, because it's before yeah. flight, didn't it? If, it? if it was, like, during flight, you could pull it and a parachute could come out, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking more life jacket, because you pull those and they go, poof. Yeah. Life I mean, jacket, so yes. That would be an ideal flight jacket, really. Uh, after that, I'll go for the uh, embroidered cotton animal Lacoste T-shirt, because... I might buy one and think, ah, oh, I remember being 17 and this was a thing. <laughs> I'll have some nostalgia with a cheap shirt clinging to my flesh. <laughs> I'll be um, Okay, so now we're going to the, t- the bottom four, which is technically the top four, the more esoteric options. Um, number which is six, right, don't we? Oh, sure. Uh, next one I'll give, um, give the watermelon scorer. Because I don't know why it, don't know why it exists but it seems to do exactly what it says it should do. And I don't see why it wouldn't. It seems such a simple thing. If you want to make lines in watermelons, mm. this is the product for you. So if you're a dad with loads of watermelons, and how will how will I score these things in half the time the knife will take me? <laughs> then you've got, they've got you covered. <laughs> After that, I'm going to go with the uh, foam orthopedic uh, stepping on feeling insoles because I feel like they might be comfy but I'm intrigued by the five dimensions and military training is a special thing I feel like this might be CIA implants or something <laughs> uh, then after that tie-dye stripe button tank top because technically it is a product which is actually you know has a use and function it's not for fathers in any way shape or form it's not for fathers eh? yeah. last but one last but not least uh, mini fashion dog pets BT <laughs> GPS scanner because what the fuck and I go to the last place I can give to the close to rubber toe sandals because they look genuinely aggressive if you wear socks on as well that's doubly bad so you've got wearing white socks with angry sandals you'd be like a pariah a social pariah yeah, those are the footwear of an absolute monster aren't they like... <laughs> exactly yeah um, oh scores how are we going to score this? Well, you've given quite a lot of scores there, Dean. Uh, I'll just ask you for a quick scoring for the concept of team. Would you ever go back there? Five for yes, uh, one for no. Based on this whole uh, whole experience, I'm going to be five for yes. I will. I will. I will revisit the site. You better believe it. Yes, and uh, we will be revisiting well. the site on this podcast almost certainly. Five for me as well. Bye bye, Timo. Welcome back, friends. Here we go. Random Wikipedia article, here we go. Juma Faraj is a Qatari male volleyball player. He was part of the Qatar men's national volleyball team and competed at the 2010 Asian Games. Okay. Um, um, 
what do you know about volleyball? I'm sure we used to play that in school occasionally, I, didn't we? It might be one of those games we played in school on the concrete playground when it absolutely shouldn't have done. Yes. <laughs> but I don't remember much of it. I, I know I never played it because I was not a sports person at all in any way, shape or form. Ah, maybe I'm wrong then. Because I, 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 obviously neither was <laughs> I. And uh, my memories of sport in school is tied to you. <laughs> Because we were both absolutely used Pretty to much, sport yeah. and end up being paired with each <laughs> yeah. other all the time. It's like, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I got, maybe I've got this totally wrong, but I've got a feeling that we did play volleyball in some fashion. I remember hitting a football in the air with my mm. fist. Do you remember that? Maybe it would have been goalkeeping. Maybe I'm thinking about goalkeeping. Yeah, I think <laughs> if we were, when enough guys are off school, bitching, as they say, I think we were drafted into football. And I was always putting goal because, like, in your crap, but you are big, so you will occupy enough Just space to reduce the target that they have to hit. To exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm mixing up um, primary school and secondary school. In secondary school, we did have football pitches and like grass and stuff to play on. I think we might have played on the tennis court sometimes because you know they were we had the nets of tennis, but then yeah, there's nets. We sometimes had access to the tennis courts during playtime or lunchtime. So maybe it was a case yeah. of sort of football. We, had, we, had, we we get the nets and then just knock them back and forth that way. I don't. Yeah, um, uh, it says by tennis court. What we mean is an area of the car park which had had yeah. lines yeah. thrown on it and been. And there was a net. There wasn't grass. It wimbled and it was not like <laughs> no. And there was a net, but it was let's say threadbare. And it, it's like the old dilemma: if you put a hole in the net, it has less holes technically. These nets had like five yeah. holes. <laughs> <laughs> Cobwebs have a greater structural integrity, by and large, but um... but it didn't matter anyway because it wasn't like we were playing, you know, back and forth over the net. We were just humping the ball as far as we could and hoping to get it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, within the yeah. playing I mean, area, mostly it was just being belted over the. Yeah, I mean, no one taught us to play volleyball. I don't think it was an official curriculum sport. Well, I, I know it wasn't because that would have been. Uh, weird for the South Wales uh, industrial yeah, era. Yeah. Um, anyway, but uh, Juma Farage um, is part of Yes. Um, he competed in 2010, Dean. Oh. He's 38 yeah. now. Um, so he was only, he would have been 18 at the time of competing. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Young age to be competing at such a high level as Nadine. Do you think he handled the pressure well? Um, well, so they were athletes is because it's a totally different timescale, isn't it? In that, I know you're joking, but I'm going to answer this question seriously because, you know. But I'm not joking, Dean. I, I want to know if you think that Jamaj Farage handled the pressure well in 2010. Oh, but I say, uh, based on the protections, that's Jamaj, Jamaj, F A R A J. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> this Qatari native. This is a two-part question, <laughs> Dean. I hope you will take both parts. Part number one, did Jumar Farage take the pressure well when he was 18 years old competing in the event in 2010? Part two, does he have a better singing voice than his <laughs> uncle, Nigel? Uncle Farage. Uncle Farage, the singer. Uh, I think you would handle it okay, because I think when you're 18, uh, the pressure is going to be... Not word did, did he. You, I want to know what you think. How well right. he, he I think he did because yes, I think when he's 18 years old or however old he was, I'm not sure your maths adds up, 
He was 18, I think he was, no, yeah, uh, 2020, 14th of April, 1985. Let's do this, Matt, I'll edit this out. Oh, fucking no, I'll leave it in. Work it out, listeners. 14th of April, 1985. He was 25. He was 25. He was 2010. He was born in 1985. 25 years earlier, so I'm guessing he might have been 25. All right. All right, listeners, he was 25. So I think he did then. I think his absolute peak then. Yeah, yeah. He just had the right to live. That answers my question, Andy. Science. <laughs> oh, there he is with the, with the facts, yeah, he is. with his rudimentary maths coming in, ruining, ruining <laughs> my efforts to sabotage him. That's Nigel Farage of a medicine. I'm going to say it. yes because <laughs> I think this guy has got a lot going for him. I think Nigel he deserves something, doesn't he? He's, he's, he's got no other skills or talents apart from just lying to masses of people. So I think let's give him his singing voice. <laughs> So, uh, a couple more facts before we leave. This fella is six foot six. Makes sense. He weighs uh, 70 kilograms. Uh, we always like to compare a sportsman to um, uh, Eben Etzebeth, don't we, Dean? So, we'll just do the quick compare okay. <laughs> on that now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we do this again? <laughs> I don't remember doing this. So, he's six foot six. Eben Epps. Oh, so he's taller than a volleyball player. That's fair play. Yeah. Yep, yep. Jamar Farage, he weighs 70 kilos, Dean. Oh, Christ. He's 117 kilos. A considerable difference. Fair play. Fair play. What are you going to give him? The article, not the man. The article, I've got to give it... I'll give it a, a good two. It's got enough for us to work with, but it's what we've said to you, listener, is exactly what the article says. That's all we've got. One reference. Um, it gives you his, his height and weight now, I think, or then. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, it doesn't even say if it was then yeah. or now. It's a bit. He's acted know. for two years and he played for Qatar. That's what we got. So the article itself is very limited. So I'll give it a two uh, extra bonus point because we have. Derive things from it. Well, that's, that's doing the work. So I think it's give it more than that. Yeah. I like these sort of articles in mm-hmm. a way because it's the, like you said, Dean. I didn't pick on the, up on that until you said it, but he only played for two years at the highest level. Mm. You know, you think about like all the professional sportsmen in the world who play at the highest level in their country. Yeah. For every sport, have they all got a Wikipedia page? You've got to hope so. I, admit, I assume so because every country has someone who follows all their sports, and mm. enough of them, I think, statistically, nothing will have people who are you know Wikipedia contributors to make that happen. But then again, we saw that, um, we saw that Swedish TV show, like the, the Sleepy Village, or whatever it was, and you know, these, these were prominent, yes. prominent people in that. And they like only one or two of them had a Wikipedia page, I don't like. Well, actors, so maybe depends yeah. how far back he go. Maybe I think I think because he played twenty ten. Yeah. I think maybe turn the millennium, people probably then would have a Wikipedia page, but before then they wouldn't. Right, right, okay. That relies on people who are nostalgic enough to make it, to want to make one, or like obsessed enough to complete the series. Whereas, yes, people were growing up and seeing this guy, and then thought, "Oh, I'm I'm a Wikipedia. I'll, I'll give him a page." And uh, so, yeah. yes, I think you're right, Dean. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a theory to work with, anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll build on this further, I think. 
Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out yeah. for this from now on. It's if I say from like pre 2000, uh, with lots of links in it to like half of the dead or like non existent, then we all add that to the pile of uh, a. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, like Star Wars or something, I'm sure they'll all have plenty of references. Oh, aye. Anything yeah. for fucking nerds. It'll be full of it. <laughs> Edit that out. And until the next week, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>